Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, folks? I'm good. I'm in a very good mood today. Oh, tell me more. What's going on? Well, I'm going to Sweden tomorrow. That's um, exciting. I mean, it is minus eight to ten. Um, Feels so, like that though, to be fair, at the minute. <laughs> and it looks like that. Yeah, to be fair, it does, doesn't it? You can actually see out my window. Um, yeah, it, but um, I'm just dead excited. I haven't been before. We've got loads planned. Just feeling in a good mood. I'm working from home today. You know, I just all's Already good. I'm not holiday spirit. So I tell you, until the weekend. Yes, until Sunday. So doing a Thursday, Lovely. a Thursday till Sunday. Although there is <laughs> one of my uh, my friend's husband who's coming as well. He um he is he's a bit of a panicker and he's already messaged being like I've just looked and they've been cancelling flights tomorrow because of the snow and I'm like right well there's nothing we can do until we know so let's not I think you'll be all right I've I've got my fingers crossed they haven't cancelled many today where are Um, you flying from Heathrow what's Um, it like uptown I've got to say stances you'll probably be fine it's not really settling it I mean it is falling out the sky again now but for a few hours it kind of clearing the rain had got rid of a lot of it yeah I mean this morning a a snow globe going on out there (laughs) yeah well oh really because here it's it when I woke up this morning opened the curtains and I was like oh fuck it was like there was snow everywhere it was all over the roofs and all over the cars and everything but then uh the second I got outside for my uh, morning walk, um, I sound like such an old man when I say that, um, it was, um, it, uh, it started to sleet and then rain. So it's kind of just been like that all day. Um, it just, and after that last bout of snow we had, I mean, when I remember how deep that was, my car would literally become a snowball. Like mm. My car was big. So it was literally <clears> like the biggest <throat> snowman. Um, so like this, I'm kind of like, ah. Oh. That all you yeah. got for us. I mean, actually, I'm, yeah, I'm not putting it out there. We don't want no more. That's pretty, it. Should be spring now, but I was a little bit like, if we've got through that, this is this is a walk in the park. Yeah, it's quite rare down down sort of the south part of England that we get snow twice in one winter, and it really. Yeah, um, we went on? years years without snow, um, and then we had it a bit before Christmas, and then now, and then I'm literally flying to. Uh, well, it looks like winter wonderland, to be honest. Because um, oh, I've looking. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The only thing is that it'll be my first ever trip without having a drink, which, although isn't a huge deal, it is a bit like, it's always come so naturally when you're away, doesn't it? Oh, and it's another first for you. She kind of tackled going out now. You've done events, you've been to a bar, you've been to a club. So all yeah. But I like you mean, like there's something about just even uh, an airport. 100%. It's just that kind of, your starts at the airport. You walk through duty-free, you smell that amazing smell. Yeah. And you go, well, should we have a little drink? Yeah, I know. It's exa- and I am a bit, like, nervous about that. I'm gonna, I know I'm going to stick to it because I know in my, I know in my own mind, but I, have, I do think I'm going to feel like I'm missing out, especially because I've only got 40, no, less than that now, days to go until I've done 100 days. Um, You've gone too far to go back, Stephen. Exactly. I don't want to break it now, and I feel I felt all the benefits. You know, losing weight, going to the gym, feeling good, like better about myself. My skin's still playing up. Got a lovely big spot on my cheek. Um, but um, yeah, on the whole, I just feel feel pretty good at the moment. Like my mental health's in a good place, and I think I wouldn't want to ruin it 
just to have a few beers. Yeah, I, I, have a little doze. Yeah, like I, I, I want to get to the hundred days. I'm fully determined. Because um, it's and if you take day hundred and one, have you got plans for the day after? No, but I do have plans the weekend after. So the hundred days falls on Easter Monday. Um, so I will have made it through the Easter weekend. That'll all be fine. Because um, usually Easter weekend is pretty heavy one. There's lots of stuff going Good on. Good Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so once I've done that, I'll be fine. Then I have a 50th birthday the weekend after and a Eurovision concert in London with loads of the acts are performing on the yeah, Sunday that, evening. Yeah, that ain't, uh, ain't going to be a lemonade one for you. Well, the thing is, is once you've got so far, you kind of think like, well, do I need to? But I'm going to just see how I feel. I'm yeah. not going to pressure myself. Um, but yeah, just this this weekend is going to be a bit of a challenge. Anyway, enough about me. How are you? All good, my end. Thank you, babe. Yeah, yeah. all good. I um like I say minus the weather, but, but it's meant to shift and it's I don't think it's meant to last. That's why I think you'll be all right with your flight. Fingers crossed. We're staying, fingers yeah. crossed. But yeah, all really good, my end, thank you, babe. Yeah. I just kept thinking, do you know what? Because up until you know, we all say every week it's getting that little bit lighter, and there was a mm. few days where it literally felt like spring was breaking. Yeah, yeah. No, I went out I went outside of work. Yeah, I was warm. I was like, actually warm. It wasn't warm outside, but in the sun, you know, you had a little bit of heat on you. Um, yeah. Gone. And it's no. bitter today. Absolutely bitter. <laughs> bitter. My hands mm. Yeah. I felt like Jack on the Titanic. <laughs> Just let me on that door, Rose. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we know there's room on there. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's good. Good. Glad to hear that. You, I, are you, you're not at your, your house, though, are you? I can see. Oh, I'm at mum and dad's tonight. I'm having a little bit of dinner with the parents. Which Lovely. Is nice. Um, so, yeah, really nice evening. Thank you, Good. Looks Feeling, like... Um, I'm, I'm excited to hear all about your holidays. Well, I've never been to Sweden. So you have no. to come back next week and fill us in. Yeah, me neither. I, I, so it's definitely going to be exciting experience. We do, are doing one very geeky thing. I mean, this is the geekiest thing I think I may have ever done or will, will ever do. What is it? I'm going to a lecture about Eurovision. <laughs> a lecture? An hour and a half lecture. You could probably take the lecture. I'd <laughs> love to know what he's going to tell you that you don't know. It's a good point. My friend was like, I've, I've just got like, uh, uh, what are they called? Like a targeted ad um, for this event in Stockholm. Shall we go? And I was like, Honestly, it's the, the geekiest thing I've ever seen. I think we have to go just for the experience and to say we've been to a, a lecture about Eurovision in Sweden. It's in English, um, which obviously I'm not going to go if it's in Swedish. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be... Uh, that would probably make me need a drink, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I may come out of it and be like, do you know what, fuck this 100-day situation, I'm, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, um, there you go, I don't think I've ever been to a lecture in my life. That's probably why. <laughs> um, no, well, I mean, I wouldn't. If I, I mean, outside of university, why would I have ever had to go to a lecture? Anyway, we'll see how it goes. I'll, Starting I'll stuff. Report well, back next week. Showbiz knows as we always start, and I think mm. that as we've been talking about Eurovision, mm. let's touch upon it. What's your thoughts? The uproar, the fury in the air, all over the socials that the tickets have sold out, which I don't think surprisingly, because I kind of think this was going to be. A dot on a card, really, because I remember it must have been. Was it you who told me? You're, you're, you're the, the person I know really as well <laughs> that is the, the most clued up with Eurovision. But when it was announced, wasn't hotels 
rocketing, rooms were getting booked. So I just don't think that it's any surprise the tickets have gone, but no. everyone is up in arms because, well, I think a lot of people have waited a lot of years for it to be here. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> the thing is, is unlike sort of, um, I don't know, uh, the average gig, you've got people from all over Europe applying for these tickets, do you know what I mean, who want to come and see the show. There's only one there's only one final. There's multiple, lots of little other pre-events, one of which I'm going to, actually. We've got tickets for. What are you going to do? There's only so many, you know... The only thing they could have done is put it in a bigger arena because um, apparently the MS Bank Arena in Liverpool is quite small. Um, maybe I think they might start have to start considering the future putting it in bigger spaces because there's just a demand for it. It feels like in recent years, it's kind of just gone a bit more mainstream, I think, um, yeah, especially yeah. with people like Sam Ryder, do you know what I mean? He's last few things have changed the game. I think. Yeah, themes from what I'm seeing that people just taking it a little bit more serious. Yeah, it always just being, and I think a lot of people never probably all said in jest and, and like hearted, mm. but Neil Quar and all that kind of thing. People never expected really anything from it. No, but I think people we, as a as a note become so close last year, and I think. The, the success of, of what Sam's gone on, like, he's incredible, isn't he? But it just shows you mm. the right artist, the right song, it can be done. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. That's a really good point. So it ain't just obviously all of Britain, it's Europe that was trying to get them tickets. So even more so, they was obviously going to go quick. What was the amount of time, do you know? Second, the amount of time it sold? No, I think it was, mm. I think it was like 30 minutes, but that was for the main show. And within 90 minutes, every ticket for every show had gone. Um, and what was they pricing them at? You could get, I think the cheapest ticket for the grand final was £160. Um, so it's not cheap. Um, no. Uh, but, you know, for a lot of people, this might be the one time they ever go. So it's like a, it's a once in a lifetime experience for some people who are massive fans. I went a few years ago in Vienna, like I think I said before, but um, yeah, we're going, to, we're going on the Thursday, we're going to a rehearsal um so um yeah uh that but that that should be fun I did the same when I went to Portugal a few years ago and it was really fun it was like in the afternoon you just watch all the acts it's just a good fun it's like a proper dress rehearsal uh but yeah I mean I think I think the outrage is like a behind the scenes a little pre-excitement I bet that's actually as nice as if not better actually than the actual yeah, well, it is nice in a way because you're you're out within a few hours. You've done so, you do sort of three hours. We got standing tickets, and then you know you have got your evening ahead or whatever. And we're going to be in Liverpool, so I'm sure we're going to be partying it up. Um, so yeah, yeah it's going to be incredible, isn't it? Yeah, I'm dead excited just to be there. There's the whole big festival that Liverpool are doing for two weeks actually around the main event, music and all sorts of stuff, stuff, and obviously a big Ukrainian influence, seeing as. Actually, the UK didn't win last year. We came second um, uh, and we're holding it on behalf of Ukraine. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be loads to see and loads to do. And it'll just be a nice little touch to be able to go into the arena and see the acts and, and do all of that. So, yeah, I think I think the, the outrage is a little bit manufactured because there's only so much that people you can do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the thing is, as well, like you say, it's got to be such a good atmosphere there i'm sure anyone that wants to even just soak that up is gonna 
they've all chip in, get an hotel, an Airbnb, if there's any even left, <laughs> and just yeah. go into Liverpool and have an amazing night. I, I yeah. imagine that the atmosphere is going to be incredible, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I think it's going to be a, a really good, really good long weekend. Plenty of guy candy for you. Look, I'm not going to complain there about that. There might be that. one or two guys there, I reckon. <laughs> Do you know Just what? I think you might be right. I think you might be onto something there. Yeah, but it's not the only big gig news um, of the last week. There's obviously this story kind of related, um, well, also about Ukraine as well. Um, this The rumours that there's going to be a big sort of Live 8 celebration. Um, some really big acts rumoured to be forming like U2 and The Killers and Pink and stuff. What do you think? Yeah. Do you know, I, I love it. Do you know, I think it's so nice to to do what we can do, and even in the the cost of living crisis and everything like that, I think that's what we do amazingly. Do you know, what I mean, when to show support and to for them artists to kind of get involved and to do what we can for Ukraine, yeah. I think it's just a really lovely thing. And when you get the big names coming in and showing their support, what a lovely, lovely thing. Hundred percent, and I think they. they come... I'd love to see Pink Love. I've never seen Pink. She's going to be in. Uh, I think she's going to be in Hyde Park this summer. Actually, oh, is she? Um, yeah, um, I would actually really like to see Pink. She's a funny one because I kind of forget about her sometimes, and she yeah. comes up with a new song, and you're like, "Oh, I really like this," and then disappears and then the for a while. Come on, you're like, "Wow, God, you kind of forget the catalogue she's got behind her." Yeah, she's one of those people that's never really had a flop song. They've all been really strong, good big pop songs aren't they and she's an amazing performer Um, amazing performer and i love when i ever get a chance to to see her interviews obviously that they're obviously more on american tv but you know i love a bit of american tv Mm -hmm. i love her as well as her music you know she's just got a bit of fire in her belly very strong woman like a lot of women i know um, don't take no shit. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I wouldn't want to piss her off. Do you know? Do you know? What I mean? Absolutely like, not. Yeah, she, she's definitely the sort that's going to let you know what time it is. <laughs> so, uh, but I, 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 yeah, I like her, so I, I think that's going to be amazing. Like I say, Rolling Stones killers, yeah. and I'm sure there'll be a lot more people turning up. Um, talking of concerts as well. Don't know if we can call it a concert. Sorry, Charles, but. Uh, You've seen the rumours, they're struggling now, old King Charles, to try and find acts. I'm waiting for a call now from my agent any time to say, can Bobby come and do one of his classics? Can he sing a little bit of Little Mix for us? And I'll <laughs> turn up. I'll turn up to the Abbey and do a little bit of whatever. Shout out to me ex, or I can do a bit of Pussycat Dolls. George uh, do Michael. You know I'll be right at the front there with a big sign saying, Bobby, get the fuck off stage. Yeah. Um. <laughs> With your noise cancelling headphones <laughs> on. If, if you're listening, Charles, or King, should I say now, um, I will make myself free. I can come and do a little number. And um, celeb karaoke finalist, so don't, don't miss out, babes. Yeah, it I mean... Your big day because you've got a crown, but uh, <laughs> I, I could wear that crown. I'd do a little slut job. Actually, I don't know if I can really slut job nowadays. Have you not tried for a while? No. Kind of left them days behind, maybe, old slut drops. Look, you never know. After never a few know. I mean, I, I, porn star martinis. I can do a squat, no doubt, no troubles. But do you know what I think is, is? It was just such a thing I used to just do a lot for the shits and giggles. They kind of become one of them things. They've become such a party trick that you got sick of your own party trick. Not that yeah. there's much of a trick involved in slut dropping. It's quite a I know what you mean, thing, though. So. 
yeah, I kind of bored myself with it, but I would definitely do it for the coronation. I'm sure King Charles would love to see it. Yeah, there has been quite a few um, people that have said no, haven't there? Um, Adele, Harry Styles, recently Kylie. Um, and I don't know, I feel a bit... I read something that said, with the Queen, it's a bit, funny, a bit of a funny thing to say for a sort of a woman in her 90s who was in her 90s. There was something quite cool about her that Charles just doesn't have. It almost feels with Charles like he's come to the throne as an older, well, an old man. I mean, he's in his 70s. He doesn't have the sort of pull that someone like the Queen had. And maybe those glory days of the monarchy for, for fans of the monarchy is over a bit. With with Charles, it's kind of changed. The shift as people at people's perception and thoughts about the monarchy and its role has changed a bit. And that's maybe why yeah. some of these people don't want to be involved. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because like you say, I mean, anyone... I mean, certainly of our age and anyone that would... She was on the throne for 75, wouldn't she? So yeah. anyone that's just trying to figure this out, how old was she, 25? So anyone under 100 or anyone under the late 90s would know of the Queen. So we was born knowing about the Queen. We'd look, so we yeah. don't know anything different no. than the Queen. I just don't think, even though it's inevitable that as you age, people, we're all going to go, sadly. But I just don't think anyone ever thought it was really going to happen. Like, I remember being shocked. She could have been 110, and I still would have been shocked that day it came on. The, do you know what I mean? Because I'm always the Queen. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she was just queen. always there, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. Queen's always um, there. I do wonder who is going to end up performing. It's going to be, I can't, they've kind of run through all the big names. Can't imagine they're going to ask someone like Madonna or Christina Aguilera or Britney to perform, are they? Um, I think now one of them things that once you get the email or the call now, is it a bit like, whoa, how far down the list was I? <laughs> yeah, and especially if you've got the ego of a massive pop star, like mm. you're probably not going to appreciate that exact thing. I wonder if they'll have to change it slightly to something, I don't know, something a bit I mean, different it's to what be they an initially iconic thing, Regardless where you stand with, with oils and stuff, like... <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's one of them things that people will always remember. Mm. But then you kind of have people's schedules, especially. You know what is, is probably the really shit timing of it, off the back of the pandemic, where especially when you're organising a show of that kind of size, people's schedules. It ain't done a week before Adele's manager calls up the hotel and goes, "Got any availability Friday?" Adele will come down and do a couple of numbers. <laughs> this is all done in advance. Yeah. I know some people go, well, can't you just take one night off and fly over and do it? But, I mean, for Adele as well, especially regarding that, I think because of what had happened, she's already had to cancel yeah. the Vegas residency and that. So I, I think, to be fair to her, she probably thinks, I mean, I, I don't know this. I don't know Adele, unfortunately. <laughs> but I, I, I wonder if she's a bit, well, I don't want to let these people down again. I think that's definitely the case. And I think that's something, like, isn't that what Harry Styles said as well, apparently, that he he was on tour and so he couldn't. Yeah, I mean, it's not, these aren't small artists with sort of, <laughs> you know, if they're on tour, that's a huge production around them, right? Like that's planes full of stuff, production material, outfits, dancers, hotels booked, you know, the fans have booked their accommodation, they've travelled, everything. You can't really... Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, has gone into that production, the tickets. Yeah. 
And then also to pull out, some people go pull it or just do one night. A, if you're coming from the States, it couldn't ever really be one night. You're probably going to get over your jet lag. You've got to do your thing. You've got to get back. Then it's going to hit you the other side. And also, even though you could say, we'll just do it for one night, for them people that night mm. that are booked to see that artist that have took time off work, yeah. booked to hotel, booked to flight, booked to train. And some people, going back to Adele again, some people are going to Vegas just to see her. I mean, I would be that guy. If I could have got, you know, I would go to Vegas just to see her. And yeah, yeah, fair some enough. Some people would have booked a whole holiday around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so they could still go on the... Yeah, I guess we're going to we're gonna find out soon enough. Yeah. But I am thinking that call's coming in pretty soon by the looks of it. And I'll compare. Yeah. Um, uh, we have an exciting show coming up uh, this evening. It's a bit of a uh, reality special again. We've got um, Ethan Smith from Too Hot to Handle, um, Chaz Laurie from um, The Circle, and Chloe Vetch um, coming up at the end. So shall we get our first guest, Ethan, in? Because he is here. Let's do it, babes. How are you doing? <laughs> Thanks for joining us. It's lovely to have you on the show. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Yeah, um, all good. How are you? You good? Really good, thank you. Really good. What have you been up to? Sorry, mate. You're looking really well as well. You look really good in the Thank gym. Well. I, I've been trying. I appreciate that. Good. You're very oh, trying, man. Bobby. Yeah, I know. Oh, you've made well, my night, mate. You've made my night. I think you look really good, so, yeah. Oh, thank you very much. How have you been? You've been a busy lad. Yeah, so I've been really busy. Um, just trying to... Have, I'm trying to stay relevant. I like, try to make sure like I'm putting out good content, trying to be busy and show like my real real side. Um. I personally don't feel like the show really give me um, a good kind of outlook of what I'm really like. Um, You're talking about too hot to handle here, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to, at the moment, just trying to um, almost rectify that and kind of show people I'm, I am a nice person and I'm not just like this type of lads like that they made me out to look like. When you watched it back, was you not happy with how you was edited? I was shocked. I was, um, I knew I was on there for like a certain reason. There's always a villain uh, on these shows. I get that. Like, I understand it, but they just, it was just like to the extreme. Like, it was just when I was watching, I was sat with um, Seb and Creed, um, obviously on the show, and we were staring with each other for like just the start of the sort of um, launch. And they were sat there with me. They were just saying, like, fuck, like, that's, that's pretty bad. Like, can't believe they've done that. But I think, like, it's reality TV, like, and you've got to accept it, I think. And what you do after is what makes you as a person, I think, mm. anyway. Um, but there was, like, there was worse off people, I think, though. Like, I feel like um, Creed, like, he got so much hate. I felt so bad for him, um, which went, it wasn't very nice. Like, I felt, I did feel really, really um, good for him, to be honest. But I think being with everyone, so, like, when... Uh, these shows like making sure like you're kind of helping each other out, supporting each other, being there for each other. Like I feel like that's really important. So because obviously you've lived and breathed that experience, and obviously you you know how you was in there, and then you watch an episode back and you're a bit like shit. I'm I'm not yeah. sure about that edit. Are you likewise surprised about how everyone else was, or was there just a few of you you feel was kind of picked out to kind of play roles? Yeah, I feel like it was a couple. Like, I don't want to say anything like too bad, like, and just, um, but oh, you can build a team. Yeah, maybe all friends. <laughs> um, look, at the end of the day, um, like I said, it's a reality show, but 
I am. I was like, I, had, I was, I was real upset about it. I'm like, don't really like saying this, but my ex rang me up and she watched it and she was like, that's just not you. Like, what, what's, what, like, why have they done that? Like, so it's, it's shit. She rang me up crying. I was like, oh my God, like, this really? is so bad. Um, and it really had a, it had a big impact. Like, it didn't get much sort of like hate. I just didn't get much support. Like I didn't get much people like following me in and want to see what I'm up to. They just think I'm this guy. So they're just like, nah, no, we don't want not interested in him. Um, so what are you doing to sort of, you said you're trying to push who you really are now. What are you, what are you doing to sort of rectify that? So I'm, I'm showing that I have got like a nice personality. Um, I'm trying to do a lot of um, uh, charity work. So I'm doing um, London Half Marathon. I'm going to do the marathon as well. I want to do boxing. Like I just want to raise as much money for charity as I can. Um, and just just show people like uh, uh, people are interested in following me, and I, I, I am a nice person. That's that's the objective. And me and um, me and Ed, we're working really hard to kind of just kind of work this out and go from there. But look, at the end of the day, it, it's not all bad. Like it's a big opportunity, and like, it's really really exciting. Um, and like I've had so many opportunities come from it already. Mm. So Bobby, you understand that like, you and you know what uh, reality TV is like. Yeah. So it's, it's it's one of them like you kind of just got to accept it and then build on it. But look, mm-hmm. um, I'm well, I want to be back on TV, so um, that's my plan back on TV, show people what I'm really like to be able to get my kind of character across a bit more. Um, that's kind of like the long term goal. Now, I always like to ask everyone that comes off of a TV show, what are the DMs saying? <laughs> and is there any blue tick DMs? Has anyone kind of slid in there and tried it? Do you know what? Um, <laughs> it's it's mad. Like I got a funny story to tell you. Um, do you know what? I'm just gonna say it. Why not? I had a I posted a parking fine on my story the other day, and um, someone messaged me said, "Can I pay for that parking fine, please? I love to get a friend out of pay of parking fines." I was like, "Yeah, crack it on! Like you got to pay for my parking fine. Crack on!" <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Yeah, love that. That's the whole thing, isn't it? Like people um, who like, yeah, pay pick. I mean, that's essentially what it's called, isn't it? Where they'll just yeah. pay stuff for you. I mean, are you happy to take that? Does it or does it feel a bit weird? Well, no, obviously, if it was a bit weird, it's unnatural. Like, I wouldn't like sit there and go like do it all the time. <laughs> Parking wherever you like. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, that was um, that was a funny one. And I got like, I mean, I get loads of dick pics, loads. Um, women like chucking themselves at me, like like sending like just random like literally naked pictures, no message, just a naked picture. You're like, look, where's the hello? Like, where's the conversation? Like, just just say hello. Like, do you know what I mean? Mako, um, isn't it? It's crazy. Like, it's, it's no like, there's no hello, there's no introduction. Like, just literally a picture. Do you like, respond? Huh? Do you respond? Ah, because uh, I'll be honest. Like, just say I, look, I look at them and I'm thinking to myself like. Oh, if I get done over here, which I've kind of like told people oh, this is happening now. Um, if I get done over, it's, it's yeah, it's annoying. So I, I try not to reply to them, but I mean, I get a few girls like, like, oh, should I, should I not? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have a conversation with them first. I mean, you're a good looking geezer, obviously, you're in, and you're in good nick. And a lot of people are now doing, it, it seems to be an all-time high, OnlyFans. Is that something you would ever do, talking of dick pics? <laughs> um, so, look, I've, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say, like, I've not thought of it. Um, I've definitely, like, it's been on my mind. But I just feel like it gives you that sort of, that, 
that persona of you like i'm not i'm not against anyone earning money like this the money's mad like, i understand that but i just don't know like if I, when i have kids and stuff like they look at it and they mm. go like no like you, they can see pictures of me on like online of say if they was in school or something and like someone sent them a picture of me like i just couldn't i just couldn't do it i haven't got kids <laughs> but um it, when i do like that's just, i just couldn't do it um but i thought about it i thought about it a couple of times um yeah, and you did. You mentioned, you mentioned doing other sort of TV shows. Are you are you worried about how that would sort of impact things like that? You know, what I mean, strictly, I'm going to come calling probably if you're. Have you got your Corby hanging out? <laughs> um, well, obviously that that's. But uh... that might. Well, <laughs> I don't know. They might like what they see and put you in a nice light career outfit. <laughs> oh no! I mean, I'm, I'm not advising you to do this, by the way, but yeah. you um... never know. Nah, I mean, obviously, like, I want to try and do more TV. I want to, um, and I feel like if I'd done any fans, that would almost like go back on what I'm trying to do now. Mm. I'm trying to almost like show people, like I said, show people I'm, I'm a nice, genuine person, and um, I'm not just like this, this sort of sexist person who all cares about is sort of like people's body parts. And um, on that, on that sort of a uh, topic, um, there was a, there was a sort of t- a bit of tea. Um, there was a bit of like a situation where I said about someone's boobs, mm-hmm. I said about Imogen's boobs, I said, are they real? But there was actually a conversation before that. This is this is a comment that's really done me in, I think. Like, like it, I, it, was, it was a comment saying, are your boobs real? And then her reaction wasn't that reaction. Mm-hmm. It was actually the conversation before as well. Um, and it just got edited that way. So I was I was really upset about that. Um, but the first half of the season was, was actually really, I thought I got on quite well. Um, like I was with Britain and things were going really well. But then it, <laughs> it's just kind of like the second half come out like a week later. It just took a, a f- massive like sort of like downhill thing. But it's one of them, isn't it? That's, that's reality shows. Got to deal so with it. Editing's like, yeah, part of the thing we've discussed this before, haven't we, Bob? Yeah. yeah you're kind of at the mercy. And I think a lot of people think when you're on a bit, reality tv show that you get a special screening of an episode before it goes out like they sit you down and go are you all right with this nah, you don't so, know i know i know everyone knows can you can you approve this no once it's in the can and, and that goes to the <laughs> edit that, that's out of your hands i know it's done isn't it you sign your contract is out no matter what yeah um job, job, but- there was um, a bit of like sort of positivity about sort of like Fremantle or Netflix. Um, they so before it come out, they sort of they kind of um, talked about sort of situations like in the show, like before it even got filmed. It was a couple months after, and they said, "Look, said, is there anything that you don't want in there that we can try and take out?" And like that was me like thinking, "Oh no, what I've said is fine." Like the, I what I said was it wasn't bad. Like in the conversation um, about the boobs, so I was like, "Oh." shit like it's bad but they they do they do sit you down so um just before um they kind of give you a bit of an idea of what's kind of happened they don't tell you what's happened they just sit you down and they go right okay this is a little bit of the storyline this is how it works after the filming's finished and it's ready to about to come out like a week before so it's not like they tell you what's happening it's still a surprise when you watch it um but they kind of give you a bit of a a bit of like a heads up and this is kind of what what, hap- what happens 
So if you were to do more TV now, you kind of been burnt a little bit by the sounds of it from this show. Would you kind of swerve dating shows and try and do something different? Because if I'm wrong, tell me, <clears> do you kind of feel like your persona, do people just think you're like a shagger and a player? Yeah, pretty much. People think I'm a top shagger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm open to most things, like as long as it's going to do like do well and I agree with it. Um, yeah. I, I will do it. Like I like I had no idea it was taught to handle. Like it was crazy. Like when I found out, um, I just found out, I think I found out like an hour before going into the villa. So because I went in later, they told me like mm. an hour before. And I was sat there like, shit, like, how has this happened? Like I was going on this reality show that I didn't know anything about. I had no idea. I swear to God, like I have no idea about anything. Like I was just oblivious because I've never I never actually watched it before. I've seen it, but I've never watched it before. And I sat there. And when they told me, I remember going back to my villa for like half an hour just to kind of grab grab my stuff. And I sat there, I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is crazy. Like what is about to happen? <laughs> um, well, look, thing is though, you're still, you're still here and you're managing to sort of make a, a success out of it. And that's really nice to see. And, um, you know, I'm sure like, like Bob said, you're a good looking guy with something to offer. So, you know, I'm sure it'll all be, it'll all be fine in the end. Um, yeah. We have to wrap up now because we've we've got our next guest ready to come in. Um, but thank you so much, um, Ethan, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Um, Cheers, talking to me and giving me your, your time. Appreciate yeah, it. No, it's it's interesting, interesting insight. Nice Take one, man. Care. Care. Bye. See Cheers. Bye. It's so interesting with those programmes, isn't it? I just find it fascinating. Some people come out of it really well and other people come out of it and, yeah, they're not feeling so positive. It's, um, yeah. Very interesting. The lack of the door, isn't it? Totally is. Um, well, I mean, in similar vein to our next guest, let's see how his experience was. We've got uh, Chaz from the most recent series of The Circle on Netflix. Let's do it. Hello. Hi. Hello, Hi, everybody. Hey, how, how you doing? doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Really good. It's lovely to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Where are you calling us from? You're in the States, yeah? Yeah, I'm in the States. I'm in LA. Oh, so jealous. It's snowing here in London today. So, um... love it, I... oh, well, you know what? Don't be too jealous because it's been snowing in California and the weather has been horrible. Has it no. really? Yeah, it's been horrible. It snowed like two weeks ago in LA. It's been raining nonstop. Today's like the first sunny day. I have well, not I heard of it. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Oh, well, we don't feel so bad now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so how has life been since the, the circle all came to a conclusion? Uh, it's been a whirlwind. Um, things have definitely calmed down now, um, but still enjoying just being able to connect with so many fans of the show. Um, I finally finished nursing school, so that's been like a blessing. Um, Congrats. Thank you so much. And I've just been enjoying like every day, day by day. What made you want to apply for the show? Was you a massive fan of it? I was such a big fan of the show since season one. Um, and then when they opened up auditions for season five, I was like, I need that money. And I know <laughs> I have to win. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to just apply and see what happens. And literally like a two weeks later, they called me. And did you always go in there with the game plan? Like, do you have, like, on your application form or when you speak to the producers, do they ask up front, are you going to be genuine or are you going to be a catfish? Do you have to tell them your game plan? And did you always yeah. know that you was going to tell a few lies? 
Yeah, they definitely ask you like, oh, are you going to go in being yourself? Do you want to be a catfish? Um, what's your strategy? They ask you questions like that. For me, I, I knew from day one I wanted to play as me because if I play as a catfish, epic fail. <laughs> epic fail. <laughs> I am not a good liar. <laughs> But That's the good the thing, thing is too much to remember, isn't it? I never understand that because you've got to have a very good memory because people will start mm. to catch you out, I think. Yeah. And if you're not a person that like takes notes to remember your own lies, you're gonna <laughs> end up telling another lie. So. You need like you need like one of those boards with all the lines and the and the exactly. pins and stuff so you can say who you've sold what. Yeah, because exactly. the circle the circle's quite a unique experience, obviously, by its very nature. How was it just being sort of trapped in a room all that time? Um I kept myself pretty busy um, with like doing puzzles and reading books and like the producers, they keep you uh, company for the most part anyway. Um, so it's, it's hard being alone for so, for so long, but I like being by myself. So I didn't really have much of an issue. <laughs> and anytime I didn't have to use my voice, I was good. Cause we were talking all day. And not oh, that I'm comparing it to this whatsoever, because one was obviously completely out of the, the, <clears throat> the world's hands, but do you think doing it, <laughs> After a pandemic where we all had to have isolated and our lives had changed, did that make it a little bit easier? Because we've all had to kind of just entertain ourselves and stay at home a lot. Yeah, you know, when we were in COVID, um, the, I think the lockdown made my experience a whole lot easier because being locked in a room by yourself after doing it for a whole year in COVID was like nothing. Um, I was just really happy. I didn't have to like look out my window and see people doing drive-up birthday, <laughs> birthday parties. <laughs> I forget about things like that. Yeah, you forget. <laughs> wow, wild. Yeah, bit was a piece of piss. <laughs> I know. I told some of my friends, I was like, I'm never going to let you forget that you did that. I'm not going to let you forget that you did that. <laughs> Um, and how are you? How do you feel looking back at it, it now? Because with a little bit of perspective, are you are you pleased with how you were portrayed? Because actually, we just had a guest from uh, another reality show who came out of, and wasn't so pleased with the edit. Well, how do you feel like it, it sort of went for you? Me personally, um, I love my edit, um, and that was super important for me going into the show. I was like, when I go into this show, I want to make sure ten years from now, I have no regrets. Mm -hmm. um, the unfortunate thing about reality TV is like you have no control about what your edit looks like. Yeah. So people always ask me for advice when they want to apply for reality TV. I always say, don't go on reality TV just because you want to be famous. Don't treat this as like a clout chasing opportunity because you're going to hate your edit in the end. Yeah. Um, so I love my edit. I have no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I felt like I was asking all my friends and family because I was like, is that me? Is that me? And they're all like, Chaz, that's you. That's you. So I was, I'm good. I love my edit. <laughs> and how was the reaction on social media? Obviously, you had your own show prior to this anyway, didn't you, on Apple TV? So <clears throat> to people knowing who you were, and I guess people contacting you on social media, did that make it a bit easier for you that this wasn't kind of your first rodeo, so to speak? Um... Well, yes and no, because uh, the the show that I did, it was an independent production, but mm. it wasn't on a large scale like Netflix. So this was the biggest reaction that I have gotten, um, the biggest impact in terms of television. Um, so for me, Netflix was technically my first rodeo on um, a large scale like this. It's so, a huge platform, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's huge. Um, and it was literally like, the, the show aired, I went to bed, woke up, almost 100,000 followers. I'm like, wow, what? like what just happened? <laughs> My whole life just changed. 
<laughs> in terms of social media. Have you had any sort of funny messages or like odd messages from people? <laughs> any that stand out? Yeah, like what's the most standout yeah. one? Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but on the episode I was talking about like I made a foot like out of clay and I was talking about like having a foot fetish. Right. People were splitting my DMs or picking up their toes. I'm like, never no. say things like that. You cannot say things like that on TV. Uh, I know. It, oh, you're calling them to come to the NBA. I, I bet you've seen every kind of foot. I mean, lucky you're a nurse. <laughs> exactly. I'm I like, bet oh, you've God. seen worse. Oh, I'm Some not a fake toes. person at all. Yeah, I was looking at some of them beat pictures. I'm like, you need to go see a doctor. You need yeah. to go see a doctor today. <laughs> get a good pedicure. Any other body parts, Jez? Um, I mean, I've I've definitely gotten a couple eggplant pictures, like randomly. I just blocked them because, like, no, no, thank you, <laughs> no, thank you, <laughs> not my. No, I'm good. <laughs> people, people just like to. Um, but it's weird, isn't it? Because this, you know, 10, 15 years ago, if someone had said you that out of the blue. It would have it's quite would have been quite shocking. It's become less shocking now. No. I be and I be and I there was this one guy, I told him, I'm like, aren't you afraid of what I could do with this? Like I could screenshot this, I could put it on my story. Like you, you're not scared. I'm like, you guys are bold. And they get, and, and I'm telling you, like some of the eggplant pictures, they get in real like creative with the angles. I'll be like, Yeah. How did you yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of them have ring lights. They try, they try and catch all the best angle to make it look its best. So you probably don't know, but in the UK, I was on a reality TV show for just over 10 years. So I know exactly what you're talking about, about them kind of DMs. But they're always the, I'll say this in the kindest way, they're always the ones you probably wouldn't choose to see. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, this ain't even worth looking at. No, thank you. I don't even want to see yeah. this. <laughs> no, mate, not body shaming. Do you, babes? Do you? But, uh, <laughs> yes, I, I mean, you've got, to, you've got to love a try. And like I say, when they're all proud and, it, and it's been filtered. I've seen filtered ones. Filtered? Bob, oh, yeah. my God. Filtered? What? Filtered. Yeah, this just is, trying to trying to make him look his best. But, a uh, whole a whole new world. Yeah, geez. And <laughs> um, what what have you got planned now? You're right. You, you mentioned your your <laughs> moving moving on from that. Um, you, you know, you mentioned your your nursing. What else have you got going on now that um, you're sort of free of it? Oh, <clears throat> um, I'm getting more back into my business with washing cars, mm -hmm. um, which I'm super excited. Yeah, about. tell us a bit about that. Um, so I'm a mobile car detailer. So I pull up to people's houses. I wash their cars in like their driveways or their jobs. Um, I've been doing that for five years. Um, but because I was in school and I was so busy in the books, I haven't had much time. So um, I'm going to be hopping into that. Like, that's my main priority. Yeah. Oh, good for you. So will you, are you going to kind of put the nursing because you've, you've qualified now, mm. which is amazing. But is that kind of put on the back burner? Because now you've got that qualification that's always there are you going to concentrate on the cars for now um well I'm going to work as a nurse for sure um yep. definitely save up some money because I want to buy a car wash eventually um but I know at some point I won't be practicing nursing for well I won't say I won't say never but I don't have plans to practice as a nurse forever but I'm willing to like continue on with the practice because I am passionate about taking care of people and I love it um, but we'll see what happens in the future. Absolutely. No one knows what tomorrow brings. Exactly. Exactly. I try not to be too like, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. Cause you just never know. 
Now it comes back and bites you on the arse, Chaz. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and not the way I wanted to, so I'm not going <laughs> to... <laughs> Um, well, uh, thank you so much for, for joining us, Stephen. Really appreciate it. And, and it's, um, it's great to see you um, had such a positive experience out of it all. Yes, thank you guys so much. I had so much fun. Oh, you're so welcome. It's lovely chatting with you. Right, now. Thank you, guys. Have a lovely day. <laughs> Thanks, I hope Shaz. you'll get better in LA soon. <laughs> all right, Fingers see crossed. you soon. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I never imagined it's snowing in LA. I mean, no, I'd me neither. rather be in LA than um, saying that maybe the rain, the snow stopped here now. Oh, see, it's dark outside now. I can't really tell. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine LA snowy. Can you imagine the snow and the terrible traffic? I mean, that would probably. Oh, be there's the no traffic like that, is there? <laughs> Nothing oh. made me so, more annoyed. No, this is a boy that's been up and down that M25. More uh, times than you can go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as we know, she's a bitch of a road when she's she, when she's laying up. Really but, is, uh, but makes LA look like a like a walk in the park. Exactly. But we can exactly. sit here talking traffic all day. But uh, we're we're not that kind of show. We're so not. I think we'll move on. Bit too butch for us. Um, <laughs> we have our uh, well, it was lovely to have Chaz on. Uh, we have our final guest, um, Chloe Vetch, on, uh, who was also on Too Hot to Handle and and the Perfect Match. <clears throat> Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? Really good, thank you. Really good. Thanks for joining us, babes. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. What have you been up to? Been busy? Oh, I've been busy, yeah. It's been an absolute whirlwind of just roller coasters. How have you been? Yeah, we're all good. We were just talking about the snow. <laughs> you look very nice and tanned, Bobby. I'm so jealous. I haven't been on a sunbed in two months. Oh, it's a, it's a fake bake. Other brands are available, but uh, <laughs> it's a fake bake. <laughs> this makes you feel a bit better having a bit of a glow, doesn't it? So tell me, yeah. what, I mean, it's all been going on for you, like I say, busy, busy, busy. How are you finding everything? Feet, feet ain't touched the ground. I mean, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's just, because we filmed the show over a year ago, all of those emotions left. And like yeah. now re-watching it and then re-talking about it it like brings up all of those emotions that you felt on the show when you were filming it so yeah I've been through an emotional roller coaster you've been a bit of a sort of reality tv veteran really haven't you you've done it what which of what you've done is is your favorite thing I think my favorite would be too hot to handle because it was just like my first show um and I was like quite naive when I first entered the industry I was only like 19 when I got casted so I've basically I've grown up on Netflix which is crazy and I've just completed my hat trick (laughs) 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 how do you find like you say that then now you're kind of having to watch everything a year later and then you kind of have to relive it and I think that's the thing I mean, sometimes obviously not all shows are filmed a year in advance. Some can be a week later, some can be a few months. But once you're feeling something at the time and then you're filming it, so you live it then, and then you watch it back and you relive it, and then you kind of have to live it a third time when it comes to social media and then people, because everyone's got an opinion on it. How do you find that side kind of digesting it three times? It's a funny old thing, isn't it? I've got IBS. So I can't digest anything, okay? I can't digest anything. 
I get the shits quite a lot, yeah. <laughs> I watched, when I was, uh, bless when you, I was what the show's <laughs> done, it's just pulled it on. <laughs> yeah, all the anxiety and stress. To be honest with you, I think digesting it a second and a third time is okay. It's better than actually like actually reliving it. But I think the thing for me is waiting a year for it to come out, I get really nervous because I forget. So it's like you filmed it and you forget what conversations you've had. And then when you rewatch it, you're like, did I really say that on TV? <laughs> and then my mum and dad are ringing me and they're like, Chloe, what is wrong with you, girl? It's a, years, a really long time. No wonder you forget. I mean, I, I remember back in the day when we used to have like a, a week's turnaround. I think sometimes it would even be three days. Back in the day when Terry was on like Sunday and Wednesday, we'd, we'd do three, two a week. Within three days, when an episode would come on, you almost forget what you'd said even the week before. So a year yeah. later, you must just be baffed. You're like, mm -hmm. I yeah. completely forgot it. No recollection of it. At least that's nice in the way that when it comes to the edit, there's no no judgment of it for you because you probably don't even think how they're going to edit it because you forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd never worked with the production company Kinetic before, the people that produced uh, Perfect Match. So it was a little bit like, oh, okay, how are they going to like portray the show? Because it watching it back, it was quite a dramatised series there was so much drama so many arguments and when I was on the show I just thought it was going to be about love and like just being in love and finding someone now come on come on now surely you know with these reality tv find your perfect partner shows it's never going to be quite that simple surely I just think I'm quite naive in the in the, uh, in the industry <laughs> <laughs> So you've done three now, like I say, you've done your hat tricks. It, what you've got your eyes on next? Is there another show in the pipeline you want to do? Well, do you know what? I actually watched The Mole the other day. I don't know if you've seen it. but No, it's... I haven't actually. <laughs> you should watch it. It's really good. It's what Dom was on, the Dom, the winner of uh, Perfect Match. Yeah. And it's like James Bond. You have to, like, complete challenges and tasks. Like, I feel oh. like I'm out of the... I'm out of the dating scene now on Netflix. It's like, okay, what's next? Like, what's Chloe's next goal? I want to get into acting. I want to get into presenting and hosting. So hopefully I get to present or host my own Netflix show. I had a meeting with Netflix the other day. So they it's obviously like knowing, you. <laughs> yeah, it's knowing whether to go down that path or not. So yeah, I'm just excited for what the future brings. And what's the DM saying, Chloe? Who's sliding in? Any uh, any blue tick? There's no blue ticks that have tied into me <laughs> other than like brands and stuff. And I'm like, okay, send do. me free clothes. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the coins are better than the blue tick dick. You've got to pick a pound note over there. I say, Gil. Hundred percent. Fuck the blue tick dicks. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what about obviously so forget the blue tick dick but what's what's the the other dms what's the quality like any potentials there would you go for someone who just slid into dms or is that a complete turn off no no i feel like it would be a complete turn off no no only because i'm the hopeless romantic that wants to meet someone out that like i go to a restaurant or like i'm in aldi or like <laughs> in the middle aisle, and I'm bumping yeah. to someone with your binoculars aisle. looking for someone, are you like yeah. on the hunt? <laughs> like I drop a loaf of bread or something, and they're like, "Oh, would you like me to pick that up for you?" Like I'd love to meet someone like that. 
Oh, wouldn't it be nice? Oh, do, you remember, do you remember that film Slide? I mean, I'm one or two years older than you, I think, Claire. But um, there used to be a film called Slide Indoors. And it was basically all about kind of fate and being on, like, if you missed a train or, I mean, I won't tell you the old film because the show's only an hour long. But basically, like, I used to just say, oh, you could meet someone on the train or just walking down Oxford Street. Or, in or you could Island. miss... You could miss the love of your life because you miss getting on that train. Yeah, I mean this. What's it called? Slide indoors. Slide indoors. Got Gwyneth Paltrow in it. Right. Okay, I'm gonna watch it because that sounds like my type of film. It's a good film, but if you start thinking about it too much, you start not wanting to miss any trains. <laughs> what if there was a salt on there? Could have been Mr. Right, could have been my husband on there, and I'm fucking two minutes too late, and he's halfway to Edgware Road. So. <laughs> I mean, so you've got, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt, Chloe. But, I mean, I love that you're still hopelessly romantic. But, I mean... <laughs> well, yeah, especially, especially because of your experience on, on Too Hot to Handle and Perfect Match, it hasn't all probably quite worked out as you'd hoped, right? So, you still, you're no. still hopeful. You're still hopeful. I mean, I would have thought that after being on a couple of Netflix shows, Netflix would know my type and that they would kind of know who to pair me up with. Nah. But there's not always the case. <laughs> Maybe I, they know your type, and that's why they're pairing you up with who they're pairing you up with. <laughs> Makes for a more interesting show. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I'm going to have to have words with them, Bob. Yeah, you're going to have to have a little word and say, look, I know what you're doing now. We've played this game three times. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your type? So obviously, someone who ain't sliding in the DMs, preferably you're not meeting on socials, you just want to meet on in organic shows. Or a reality yeah. show, yeah, I don't, I hear you. Um, <laughs> what about just so? Do you have like a mental checklist in terms of what like a type? It could be listening right. club. So but don't do your I, if you well. I go for medium ugly. Mm. But hear me out. I didn't realise this until after my last ex. When I look back burn. on my exes, and I was like, wow. Because love is really blind. <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, this is clearly my type. I don't think I have a type in looks. They can have blonde hair, black hair. They can like look like anyone, to be honest with you. I think it's if they make me feel like a princess from the get-go. And they're very like, they have this strong presence. You know, when they walk in a room and it's like, oh, who's that? Not Bally someone bad. that's just like waddling around someone that like asserts the room yeah no, I, know I like that term waddling around like a penguin you don't want that yeah i don't know i'm waddling i need someone like assertively walking up to me striding in grabbing me by the throat come on dragging <laughs> <laughs> you back to his cave with his audi bread but I know what you mean. Sometimes it is, it is a feeling. I think that sometimes it's cliche, but you just know when you know, don't you? And it's yeah. chemistry, I think, is there's a lot to be said for chemistry. But you just touched upon and said love is blind. <clears throat> is that a show you would do? I mean, I know you said you dated out, but I mean, you, you ain't done that one yet. And would you, you know do what? one? I actually done a, promotion, a promotional thing with Netflix a couple of years ago for Love is Blind. So they flew me out during COVID to do this like working campaign with Love is Blind. And I was on Celebrity Hunted when the promotion come out. So I didn't realise the amount of noise that it made. As soon as I got back to my phone and looked at my socials, oh my God, like over fucking like 20 million people were like, Chloe's going on Love is Blind, oh my God. 
But I wasn't, and I pissed everyone off. So I feel like if I was actually going to go on Love Is Blind, I think the fans would fucking love it because they clearly thought I was going to go on it last season. But you now know that who you're going to get paired up with probably ain't going to be a bit of you. <laughs> or are you no. being strategic that if in case Netflix are listening? Uh. But you go for me, Jim Ugly. Is that because you're then hoping, like, actually, I might get like a David Gandhi lookalike, or, <laughs> or like a David Beckham kind of type? I, I see what you're doing here. Reverse psychology. I like it. Um, yeah, I studied psychology in school for half a year. I can tell. Uh, I know my fucking stuff. <laughs> I I did a one lesson in it, and all I learned is that left-handed people use their left hand to open the door. <laughs> I could have told you that without doing a lesson. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. I thought that was a really clever fact. It is. I spent an hour in class learning that. Jesus, <laughs> what's what the is... studies behind it though? I'm sorry, well, you two are seen, nuts. This they is must obvious. They asked left-handed people what hand you use to do <laughs> things with, and they said, "Oh, when it comes to opening doors, we use." Well, maybe they use their left hand for everything. I don't know. I reckon they do. This is, this is not where I expected this conversation <laughs> to go. I'm just going to say. Um, so yes, yeah, so, so now that those we, we said those those shows on Netflix are over, is there one show you would love to do um, or even present? I visualise myself on a tropical island. Don't we all helping other people find love? I feel like. I would be a great matchmaker because Netflix have put me through the fucking ringer. They know that I have tried my best to try and find love on these shows and it's not worked. But there is a potential love interest now. I can't confirm or deny, but I feel like after all these times on Netflix, I've learned lessons and I'm starting to put them to practice. So I think Netflix could chuck me on one of the a dating show, but I'll be the main host and just be ordering everyone around like puppets. <laughs> Are you after the Love Island gig? <laughs> I don't think Love Island would take me, Bob. <laughs> no, I mean hosting it. Oh no, Maya Jama does an amazing job. She, I wouldn't even want to watch it, it if she wasn't presenting. No, and you can't nick her job. I would be hated if I Maya Jama's job. <laughs> everyone She's would be so like, who the fuck is <laughs> so beautiful. She's just stunning. Everything about her. She ticks every box. I mean, not one important box for me, but she ticks a lot of boxes. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah, I can see that Netflix show on an island. Never say never. Put it out there, Chloe. Put it out yeah, there. Exactly. Probably like a sex show or something. Something exotic that's going to intrigue people to watch it. I'm down with watching whatever this is. Um, <laughs> like embarrassing well, like so you... bodies. Oh, yeah, that would be good, too. Embarrassing yeah. bodies on a beach. Yeah. yeah, if she ever gives up, I'd like to host that, to be fair. I couldn't think of a better job. <laughs> uh, well, Chloe, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Really appreciate uh-huh. it. And, You're welcome. Um, thank you. Uh, and best of luck with whatever you've got coming up next. Thank you so much. And thank you Take for teaching care, me. Best left hand, people. New man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waving with my left hand. Best of luck with the, uh, with the new man on the thank DL. You. Take care, Chloe. Bye, babes. Bye, babe. Bye. So, the shows don't work to find men, but you'll find one eventually. So, that's basically what she's saying, isn't it? That, that's that's the, the motto of the story, really. Yeah, motto for life. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, well, what, what I love, I'll keep looking then. Maybe I'll find someone in Sweden. Actually, I quite, quite see myself as a Swedish man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a shame you're big. I mean, not for you, it's not, but it's a shame that you don't like the meatballs. But I mean, more for me, you can bring them in a Tupperware. So, yeah, try and find yourself a man that can make meatballs. I would so, do. My lovely co host loves a meatball. Do my very best, Bob. Or I'll just go to Ikea and buy you a bag of frozen ones. Might be easier. Yeah. Um, well, what a lovely show. Love, lovely guests. Lovely um, show. Lovely guests. Lovely to see you, babe, as every week. And have the most amazing holiday. I'm sure Thank you. I can't Thank wait to hear you. all about it and I hear about your new Swedish you. man that you meet. Fingers crossed. Well, thanks, everyone, for, for listening. Until next week, goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>